I'm really, really, really going to try to not cuss No, tonight. it's so much fun. I'm just going to throw in random dinosaurs over normal words and pretend yeah. like you're cussing. Just spices it up. Okay. Uh, Say whatever I want. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Dinosaur it up. Can I mix my T-Rex with your T-Rex and make some purdy babies? I am so addicted to picking up poop, you don't even know. Whoa! Did you see the paint job on that trike? Wow. Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Welcome, survivors, new and old, to episode four of Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Today is April 15th, 2016, and the goal of our show is to offer a server-hosted roundtable discussion that covers all areas of Ark for varied skill levels of survivors. You can reach the show by email or emailing ratedark at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedark on Twitter, and you can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in game at ratedark.podbean.com. And we are amateurs. Yes, we are amateurs. And we cackle and we're grumpy old people. <laughs> Carrying forward. First, we'd like to start off the show by introducing everyone that is here tonight. So we're going to do what we do, and I'm going to start from the bottom in TeamSpeak, because that's where we record our stuff. Mr. City, I just introduced you, but you can finish. <laughs> you can uh, tell us, introduce yourself, tell us what you've been doing and all that jazz. Yeah, I'm City. I'm an amateur. Um, I play ARC, and I'm just learning, and uh, I'm, well, I don't know why I'm really nervous tonight for some reason. <laughs> I don't think I've had enough water. Not um, enough. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's it. Move on. Moving on to Phantom. I'm calling you. Want to introduce yourself? Tell a little bit about your experience in game. Uh, yeah, I'm Phantom. Uh, started playing probably about a month ago, so I'm pretty new. And uh, I'm just along for the ride. Mr. Luminin, what have you been up to since I haven't talked to you guys in like two weeks? Well, we had some podcast nightmares and disasters. Um, not too many adventures in game until pretty much like last night, today, we started working on the Coliseum project as a community. I think we were all having a blast with it. Yeah, I'm really excited to fly over there now. Wait, wait, wait. We had a couple of cave excursions. Hmm. Who, who, who got up in the cave? What is this cave we're speaking of? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can't forget about those. Is this the right area? I don't want to break the rules. Probably, probably not. <laughs> Moving on. Guidelines. Mr. Guidelines. Harvey. What, what you been up to? Tell everybody about yourself. I'm following the guidelines. That's what I'm doing. That's the way to go. Uh, guidelines. Yeah, that's like <laughs> I continually do resistance. is I follow the guidelines. Mr. Goon, what have you been up to? Well, hello, I'm Goon and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> hello, Goon. And this is where we hello, all say Goon. Goon. <laughs> what level alcoholic are you? <laughs> 73. <laughs> oh, sweet. It's been two weeks since he had his last <laughs> and that's Mr. Turk. Tell us about yourself. Oh God! Hey, uh, Phenom is a Phenom man. This guy is a boss. He's only been playing for what? What do you say, Phenom? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't sleep. <laughs> He's a friggin' boss, dude. 
My hat's off to this dude, man. I have Agreed. a lot to learn from him. What is he, like a level 105 or something? Yeah, he's like a level 10,000. And Cole, what have you been up to? Honestly, it hasn't been ARC. That's the sad part. I There was you know, a whole bunch of personal stuff going on and then school and work on top of it. And so I haven't uh, been able to play much. And then when I did finally get a chance to play, I had... Um, and I'll talk about this more a little bit later, but I had uh, one of the bugs that has affected people over the course of the the game, and I couldn't get logged into any server at all. It would just hang up and crash on me. So I had to uninstall and reinstall everything today and overnight, and so this is the first chance I've gotten back in to play after a while. So it's good to be back. Yes, it is definitely good to have you back. And I did not know that this bug was a thing, so I look forward to hearing about it. <laughs> and I'm Esme, don't really know what level I am. I think I'm pretty close to Goon at this point, so... So this brings us to our loot drop segment. This is where we uh, come back for listener feedback. Did we get any audio or emails or tweets or any new reviews? Any shout-outs to deliver? Well, here we go. We have a five-star review from JWOKC on iTunes. But before I give that one, because I like to finish on a good note, but I'm also about keeping it real. Let's let's talk about our BFF, Mr. Jack Benson. <laughs> this is what the, our first one star came in. And I just got it today. Uh, they dropped it on April 13th, 2016. And they said zero stars if I could. For the podcast? Yes. Yeah. It is hilarious. It gets more fun. It gets funnier. But we I'm going to be doing something right. I know, right? Yeah. This, crack, this cracks me up. I couldn't get through the first episode. Roar. The woman drives me nuts. She tries really hard. The woman, because I'm the token vagina. The woman drives <laughs> me nuts. <laughs> but this isn't a monologue. <laughs> no, right? I know. She tries way too hard to be funny and laughs at everything, funny or not. Not to mention, it's just a bunch of people talking over each other about their server and things that they did. It's basically a grumpy old man telling stories while some lady cackles about stupid stuff. I love the game, but I hate this podcast. Roar. <laughs> I crack, it cracked me up. She's but I you need to stop being such a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll try not to cuss, and I'll try to be a little more uplifting. Oh my god, it was funny. So I was curious what Mr. Jax Benson also hated. So if you click on somebody's name on iTunes, we are so like we're a lot. We're a, he included us among in a very elite crowd of Facebook. He also hates Facebook. Facebook <laughs> is going to be the fall of human civilization. Pandora. He said lame. He apparently hates Pandora music. And he also hates live wallpipers because it is the ad apocalypse. So, so we are among an elite crowd of Pandora, Facebook, and live wallpapers. He also hey, hates. Hey, if we as get well, as many so. listeners as Facebook has users, I'm cool with that. I yeah, know, exactly. right? Hey. But oh, go ahead, go ahead, grumpy old man. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm laugh at whatever saying. you say, regardless what? if it's funny. So say it. Exactly. <laughs> well, insert something grumpy here. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> no, man, stick on. Come on. Like, so finishing it off on a great start. JWOKC dropped us a five star on April 11, 2016 and said this ARC Survival Podcast is full of information from tips and guides to fun times and humor. 
can't get enough of it. So JW, you got our feel. You locked it down. Thank you very much for giving us that five star. And thank you, Jack Benson, for giving us your zero star if you could. We love you. I, I think Big hugs and kisses, Jack. <laughs> What's that? I think the zero star is worth more than the five star. Yeah, you never know. I really oh. like the zero star. <laughs> that, that guy was spot friggin' on. Yeah, because I do cackle. I am a you chick. You do cackle and I, I do. am grumpy. And you are grumpy. And then and all the other people shit. just talk amongst themselves on the side. Exactly. Yeah, so it's basically the exact same thing that we do every day when we're online and playing together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, can we go ahead and make that our show intro from now on? Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I have a vagina, you grumpy. Yeah, grumpy old dude in the cackling vagina. Um, <laughs> I love it. I'm going to say that's the new name of my <laughs> Totally going on a t-shirt Don't and a coffee mug. <laughs> you guys are cracking me up. Tonight. Oh my God, oh, that's I love hilarious. it. So thank you. Thank you. See us at PAX next year. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. We've, we've got some uh, new members to see <laughs> our gaming group. Luminin, do you want to call? give some uh, love to our new members? I sure do. We've got quite a few of them. We've got uh, Mr. Credible Hulk. Uh, I've talked to him a little bit. Great, great sounding guy. I can't wait to play with him. Bark Spawn. Zucchini. <laughs> Just I thought that was cool. The way he spelled it. Yeah, it's clever. Yeah. <laughs> Z-O-U-K-I-N-Y. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, that. I didn't. I just. I was like Zoe Keeney. I don't know. I've been awake for way too long. Oh, I was just say. I, I just noticed a, a thatch hut on the beach one day, and I decided to see who was building it, and I saw the name Zucchini, and I was like, Oh man, that's clever. I'm glad that guy's building near me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, under Zucchini, <laughs> we have Antisma One. Uh, I haven't met Zucchini or Antisma yet, or Bar- Bark Spawn, uh, but I, I hope to within the next couple weeks here. Um, under that, we have Orphan Smasher. We have uh, the Casual Dad. Welcome, Statham, and Sturm. Welcome, and I everybody. I don't think I know many of these people, so it'll be good to get back and be able to uh, meet everybody. So, welcome, everybody. All right, we're going to move on to Fresh from the Forge. All right, so Fresh from the Forge, which is our ARC news segment. We've got a lot of news that are coming up uh, here with Wildcard and uh, info coming out on uh, uh, Twitter, PAX East, and so let's take it away. Oh, anyone. I think I, I saw my name there. Sorry. I read that Google Play announced that they're going to start allowing podcasts uh, to come through on their Google Play. I don't know the details about it yet. I, I know a lot of people are Apple people. I'm not, uh, but I do know a lot of Google people. So I think this is good news. It's going to broaden our horizon, and I'm uh, excited about it. And next. I agree with you. And that is when, um, remember, I let you guys know that I already got us locked in. So whenever they bring that up, we're ready to go. So we're in. We have an update on the wildcard trendy entertainment lawsuit. Did you guys see anything? There actually was a post on Reddit. Did did you guys catch wind of this at all in your interweb travels? I heard of it, but I couldn't find the uh, post. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I was. Yeah, it got deleted. It was up, but I'll get into that. But um, I started seeing a lot of tweets come across uh, by Susan on Twitter at Susan S. Steiglitz. And she does a lot of updates on um, 
on ARC and her whole part is she's actually the co-founder and former business manager at Studio Wildcard. ARC Survival Evolved, so she knows what she's talking about. But um, I thought it was interesting. She was actually tweeting out stuff about the lawsuit and she was like, LOL, they want $600 million. And 600 Yes! For a settlement. For a crappy game that would never ever make that even if it it yeah, there's no way. It, yeah, absolutely, it's ridiculous. So yeah, she that's why they want so much because they know the I game know. sucks. Yeah, have yeah, you? I'm pretty sure, sure Wildcard has given that much away. Probably, but have any of you guys played it? I know some of us have talked about it, but Lee, have you ever played Dungeon Defenders or Phantom? Have you guys ever played that? Um, uh, Rocket has. Oh, no, I, I see not. a Rocket. Rocket joined. I bet he wants user uh, your channel is. Oh, recording. hey Rocket. There you go. Rocket. Hey there guys. You you're you're not too late. So, you're right we're just on time. Yeah, actually you're right on time. Good. I thought I was. Yeah. No, Wipe like you sleep from your eyes and <laughs> <laughs> We're oh, in I our this. <laughs> We're okay. in our fresh from the forge segment and we were just talking about the new information that's coming out with the um, lawsuit with Trendy Entertainment, which was the creators of Dungeon Defenders. Um, they were asking, according to Susan Steiglitz, for $600 million for a settlement in court. They were going to um, a mediator. It was like a mediation that they were, were, you know, going to. And she was doing like tweets on Twitter about it. Oh, you know, oh, I'm getting ready to go to the mediation. And oh, oh my God, they want $600 million. And, you know, so she was like, keeping everybody up to date via Twitter. So we were well, just asking when you came in um, if Lee and Phantom had done Dungeon Defenders, but we know that you had. Yeah. So 600 million? Yeah, right? Because, you know... It, you... it kind of sounds like a joke now. Like they're just making a joke of it. So Rocket, what did you think of when you played Dungeon Defenders? What did you think of? Um... Was it a good game or... Did you get bored with it pretty quickly, or...? Well, during the time, I was a big, like, single-player uh, RPG kind of guy. I liked games that I could play on my own, level up, get all the stuff I wanted. So during the time, it was a good game, but I wouldn't go back to it and say I liked it. So short-lived? Yes, short-lived. Right. And Lee and Phantom, did you guys have any experience with that? No, I hadn't even heard of it until you mentioned it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, pretty, same here. Yeah, it's it's nothing like Ark. It's not a sandbox game. It's zero dinosaurs. But they were, you know, looking at this game like it was in competition, and that the one developer um, was breach of contract and a non-compete clause and all this stuff like they were in 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 a previous episode we were discussing that it just seemed like they were they were jealous and because arc is and was doing so good what i caught wind of on twitter was that susan is always very upfront very nice very friendly and i think she was a little too trusting and people were apparently dming her information about the mediation and She's a nicer person than I would be, and she, you know, was sharing some information. And one of the, some of the information, this person put it on Reddit. And then, you know how Reddit is, Reddit is like wildfires, like whoosh. So then, and they were saying on, according to the Reddit post, that it was 40 million that they ended up settling for. Whether that's true or not, 
That's what Kotaku got. Kotaku grabbed it up from Reddit and posted it. And was like, this is what happened. You know, this is... So, but at the end of the day, we don't really know. It's a lot of speculation. There's not been an official statement. So I didn't really... I did not include that in the show notes. Because yeah, to me, it's a lot of hearsay. And I don't... Kotaku you know, and, you know, journal, journalistic integrity and stuff. They're not exactly hand-in-hand hand with that one. So. <laughs> yeah, I Game agree. Gauge. Anything they say, I will never believe. Just, Pretty yeah. much, they paid for it to go away, do you think? Is that what happened? I don't know. Nothing I mean, really is out if there. If I was wild card, Hell I would yeah, pay I would. for it to go away. I would. And earlier during the week, um, I don't know, Lumina, did you catch the tweet? I think I may have put it in our chat thing. I think Susan said, oh my god, it, I just cry thinking of how much money is going to come out of um, our bank account that they have, you know, a, a lot of for like development stuff like that. Like I can imagine a, a company that's in development of a game, any dollars and stuff that they ha they can reward their community with and work on development and stuff. It is important, <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah well, absolutely. But, but win the lottery and people that you don't remember as being your friends are all of a sudden your friends. I mean, make That's a bunch true. of money and everybody's going to come out of the woodwork and try to claim a piece. And it's kind of you know sad. What? I, but, I bet they ahead, haven't even thought, uh, I bet they haven't even thought about all the gamers too that they're, you know, uh, going to upset by doing this. Because yeah. think oh, yeah. about it. I'll never play a game they um, develop. Exactly. Yeah, me either. You know, and, and it's even players who say would play Ark and then look at their games and say, well, yeah, I might play their games too. Well, if they f realize that Ark is, you know, taking longer to get fully developed because Ark, you know, Wildcard doesn't have the money anymore because they were sued, you know. Well, one of the big things that Susan had mentioned that I just wanted to point out here, she put it on Twitter, they actually still have friends that are working for that company. Uh, some of the developers and all that and a lot of people were just they're were, they were, you know mad at the whole company and talking bad about it and she's she really doesn't want that to be the case it's actually the company's lawyer that's that's found this little bug or hiccup or whatever and he's trying to extort them he's causing all the problems or their legal team i guess it's capitalism man it's everybody's gonna make a dollar so whatever in this I mean, case, it sounds more like greed than anything. Yeah. Else. Well, that's kind of. Well, it's um, been spun. The same thing. Yeah, it, it's been spun that way. I think quite a bit, because as as we're all pro arc, that's how we right. saw it. You know, and Kotaku was. Yeah. We've already mentioned that Kotaku is not very accurate, and I think that's where a lot of our like when we first reported on it, Esme, you said yourself that it was it seemed very biased. Yes, it and, was very you know, biased. Like, right, right, and I think that that's kind of given it that spin, and yeah. everybody's kind of in a whirlwind over it. So, like I said, yeah. she's, they, have, they still have friends there. She doesn't want to talk bad about the company because they worked there. I mean, they can't... I don't know. That was one of the big things is people were reporting information about um, the Steiglitz family and ARC versus uh, Trendy Entertainment. And she's like, they aren't even asking me about you know, our side of the story or how things were actually looking. That was one of the big things she was upset about. That touches based on what Cole was saying when... He said, you know, their journalistic integrity. Like, to me, uh, an, a very good journalist is going to equally report on both sides, and there is a lot of bias, so... You have to take into account that we are biased also. Cause we are! Art. So, just take that into account, you know. Biased, okay, but... Okay, I say let's yeah. move on. Yeah, we let's move on. <laughs> yeah. yeah! I agree, um, <laughs> The grumpy old man, buzzkill. <laughs> All right. Do we want to move on to PAX East? 
Who's I going think to Mad so. Geese? You want to tell us about it, City? No, I don't know anything about it. I'm not going. Okay, how about you, Luminan? <laughs> yeah, I can touch on this. So, uh, survivethearc.com, studio wildcard, you know, art. Well, hell, I can read. Be... <laughs> Damn it, City. <laughs> they're going to PAX East. Uh, they're actually working on a 12-foot T-Rex model or, or 16 foot something like that it's huge like it's actual model rex are going to haul out there and set up at their booth um they're going to have uh hunger games style that's a tail i guess i can't read take a picture riding a 16 foot tail it's 10 a.m. Friday, April 22nd. Uh, they'll be at Arc Main Stage. Their booth is going to have uh, a place where you can test your skills. Uh, the first live battles, first five live battles, the new Hunger Games style, uh, what do they call it, the MOSA. 20 people per hour, which that's a, that's a pretty big number, honestly. 20 people an hour, they're going to be there all day. Anyways, uh, if you win, you get a limited edition dino statue, which you remember those uh, statuettes that we were talking about? We were like, oh, nice. you can customize them. I'm, th- I'm wondering if that's what the prize is going to be. That would be awesome. Ooh, cool. That, that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, of course, they're going to have all those broadcasted live. I mean, that's the whole point of having the, the eSport thing. Of course, you know, they have the 16-foot tail <laughs> that you can ride, uh, take a picture riding. Uh, they're going to have six collectible dino pins, which has me intrigued because, you know, are they going to have those change every year or, you know, whatever. Um, of course, you're going to be able to talk to some of the wild card team, which would be cool. Uh, they're going to have a special announcement during the show, which... Ooh. What? Maybe the release what? date? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't gosh. know if they're going to <laughs> be at that point or not. But. Me? <laughs> I don't know. for like a year and a half now. Well, actually, Goon found an article that they had stopped mentioning when it was going to be released. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be released in June. I don't think right. they've got sixty percent of the game out. That's not even like two months away. But anyways, um, if you did not get a chance to grab tickets, they're sold out. <laughs> uh, no, you can watch on the the Twitch stream, and we've got the link in the show notes for that. I thought it was really cool, and that the whole time I was reading this list of stuff, I'm like everything this company is going through and this game is going through, they are still rocking it out way better than I see a lot of other games dealing with. They're dealing with a whole bunch of stuff, developing a game, launching it, doing crazy updates, and then also planning this amazing party. So I thought that was awesome. And still being active on Twitter and forums too. Good point. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I had a 16 foot dinosaur tail, I'd give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, boy. For clarification, that is a 16 foot T-Rex. Yes, but I'll just take any <laughs> dino tail. But, That's yeah. so but I also thought this was cool. Did you guys catch one of this? The Ark Tribes community system? Like they added it to their SurviveTheArc.com website? I, had I haven't not, seen I anything. See Man, yeah, we uh, just living under a rock somewhere yes. out in the center of hey, the island. Hey, I worked for a living. <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up under the volcano earlier this week. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, SurviveTheArc.com has added a tribe section to their website. It is a hub within the actual SurviveTheArc.com that will allow you to host your own tribe community page. They also have included a YouTube video that walks you through all of what they have to offer because you can actually make a header. You can, it has a calendar, events. It nice. has, it's pretty much like our Anook site, but on the SurviveTheArc.com site. 
Ooh, Anouk is now in the running for Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's got everything we've wanted, like the right. calendar. And, yeah, it's and, pretty cool. Hmm. Um, so everybody's piling it up. And it's interesting, though, because it's kind of in a forum that I don't. I'm kind of, I'm going to check it out a little bit more because I like that we have our actual own nook on a nook. But um, with this one, it looks like it's forum posts and you click on the forum, then it takes you to their page. So I don't know how you can kind of get lost in the shuffle that way. So yeah. I don't know. But it might not be bad to at least have a little hub there to test it out and all that jazz. So put a hub there and link it to the announcement. Yeah, de definitely. And if it has better um, event and stuff like that, notifications, I'm all for that. So, yeah. So, But I thought that was a cool update. I do have the link to the YouTube video um, in the show notes as well. And I guess we're getting a, there's a new dino dossier out. And this one's funny. It's called the Moss Chop. <laughs> and this is something that I've never even heard of, but it's a uh, species is the of course, I'm most likely pronouncing this poorly, but moss chops, sibuman, because that's sibu mutanti or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you did good. Um, <laughs> sure, it's an <laughs> omnivore, and it's cowardly when you go when you are around it. And the thing that's kind of cool about this, though, is that it primarily lives in the forests on the island, and it survives by being extremely flexible in its eating habits. And that's pretty cool because it can never starve since it'll just eat anything. Um, so that's definitely something that's kind of cool. You, you can forget to feed the thing and if it's out there, it'll well, eat something. Well, I don't even feed my dinos. <laughs> anyway. And, well, and then this sounds like this one's for you. Um, they yeah. can be taught to know exactly what you want it to go out and harvest for you. So you know how you can send out your Bigfoot and have him gather about the most amount of fiber you would ever need. Well, this you can send it out. And if you want wood, you can tell it you want wood and put it on wander and it'll go out and get wood, gather wood for you. Uh, that's the one thing that caught me off guard too. I was like, wow, this is pretty new. And I thought it was kind of funny that they made it this big beastie looking thing. And then it's totally cowardly. Like, Yeah. Yeah, because even after you tame yeah. it, this thing is going to flee when yeah. enemies are nearby. So you think, oh, yeah, my dinosaur will protect me if I'm being attacked by something. Not this one. It's going to take off running, and then you're screwed. <laughs> but but if you notice, the only thing mentioned, the only resource mentioned in dossier is prime meat. That's the only resource mentioned. Well, the only thing on here that I've got is that it will prioritize getting prime meat off of something. So it can be. That's, yeah. yeah. Right. So basically what it's saying is, is the prime meat gatherer. Which would be really nice. From it. Which yeah. is, is, it's awesome. It's good. It's great. I want one. Plus they look well, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. They, they look like a giant iguana, basically. Yep. And I mean, it also I it says to call it a juby mutant. <laughs> <laughs> like a lizard overdosed on steroids <laughs> yep what is that the it looks like a komodo dragon almost to me yeah it's kind of got the yeah, same I, I, I square shoulders but that would um not make me seem so grumpy i don't believe <laughs> that <laughs> sorry had to do it <laughs> And uh, so then we've also got uh, the build 239, which is coming up, or it may have happened for all I know. I haven't been in. Um, uh, yeah. Do you have any uh, anything you can say about that, Luminin? Yeah. Uh, it's late. It was supposed to be out yesterday. 
what? No. Yeah. Uh, now, Jet did post on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Jet's Twitter posted on Twitter that it probably wouldn't be out today, and he said for reasons that are pretty well known. I'm assuming that has something to do with the uh, whole lawsuit issue junk. Uh, anyways, the, this build is, is fantastic. Uh, Manta Rays are in it. Now, if you guys happen to remember me reading the, some of the dossier about the Basilosaurus, it has things following it, and I said it looked like it had Manta Rays in the picture. They're going to be in this build, which is going to be great because you can surf on them, and I don't actually know what else they do. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, the Dire Bear is going to be in there. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to look really cool, yeah. but we were but, talking about it. But is don't know the Dire Bear going to be any more useful to a PvE player than a, a like a Woolly Mammoth or a regular Mammoth? Or That's what I'm wondering. Probably not much. <laughs> no, but it's going to be cool looking. Most dinos yeah. aren't useful on PVE. I mean, yeah, I just much. I just tame them because I can have my right. zoo. Well, they've also got something new on there, and this one I don't know. I'm confused. Uh, a chemistry table. This might be for the yeah. tech gear. No, hmm. this thing's been a long time coming. It's just an advanced mortar and pestle. To where you can um, create narcotics much faster, and um, so it's like things. the industrial cooker versus a campfires. Yeah, okay, exactly. well that's cool. Now, uh, something that we all know, Rocket is he is jo he is jumping for joy. <laughs> the primitive cannon, which I don't know anything about it. He was asking, can you turn it different directions? Is it? Uh, I'm like, I don't know. And Goon was like, can you shoot yourself out of it? I'm like, I don't know. Yes. Oh my god, Goon, I totally... That is <laughs> I would totally do it, too. Okay, so I was thinking that if we can get the cannons, then we can actually do, like, server events, like, uh, ship wars, and maybe, like, castle defenders thing. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't... You're gonna get sued now, because you're defending some dungeon. So, you better be ready to cough up $600 million! <laughs> but yeah, I mean, same thing, like, a lot of us have come from playing World of Warcraft and the Dark Moon Fair stuff, you know, that Blizzard has in their game, where you get in a cannon and you're shot and you have to kind of fall into a set of rings and stuff. I mean, that could easily be, if it's if it's something that you can actually be shot out of, uh, we could turn into a server event or uh, fun like that. And I'm not trying to steal your stuff there, Blizzard, I love you, but... Hey, you know, this is totally different. You don't have really dinosaurs on the, in the game. Well, you do, but they're off on some island that no one ever goes to anymore, so. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Now, see, my thing I'm is, even if you can't... Involved. Are you... <laughs> oh, I gave up on those. Wait, wait, my thinking is, even if it isn't where you can shoot yourself out of it, I mean, come on, we're not the only ones that follow this. I'm sure there's some mod creators out there that's like, yes, <laughs> this is happening. So true. So by primitive the first cannon, one to be shot are there going to be like different kinds of cannons? Is there going to be like an apprentice, a ramshackle? Or I would assume so, yeah. yeah. Probably. Mm, this something. says primitive. No, if, if there's any one, there's all types. Okay. And okay, Goon, you were saying off. you wanted to be shot out of it? Is that what you were saying? No, I want to be the first one to get shot by it. I want to see what it does to me. Uh, <laughs> I want to see what it does to me. <laughs> Now we're on the main topic of the show. Here's a couple of questions that we all need to ponder. Do you 
when somebody new starts on a new server, do you help them or do you not help them? Uh, do you want to receive help or do you not want to receive help if you're new to a server? And then can leveling too fast and easy hurt your game or do you prefer it that way? Let's uh, start out with, uh, let's go with uh, Lee Harvey first. You've got uh, some notes in there. What, what do you think? I think it's about each person's personal preference really when it comes down to it. I think some people are comfortable accepting help, some aren't. Um, I, you know, I don't have a problem accepting help, but I'd like to try and return the favor, you know, or uh, make a trade, or provide services in return for, you know, whatever help I got. And with new people coming on, you know, uh, I try my best not to hinder them, and if they ask for help, I'll help them. But uh, I don't really it out i guess I, I don't know that sounds pretty self-centered but oh, no, that's, no, that's, that's my how position you like on to play. it yeah i mean i'm playing the game i'm usually building something you know i spent probably the first 500 hours of playing this game just building my stupid tower so <laughs> i'm usually pretty busy but yeah i've got no problem helping somebody if they ask for it or if there's somebody in the chat box you know asking questions and happen to catch them i'll stop a second and answer them yeah and how about you esme um, I was thinking about this too, and I think that before you do help someone, that you need to be respectful when offering them help, because sometimes we and our intentions are good, but that doesn't always mean that somebody wants to receive our help. Like we're so excited, like here, take this, take this, get this, give them, you know, use this, and then they're like, okay, what do I do with that? Like why, why can't I get this myself? Or some people like that help, but I think you should before you help someone, ask them and get a feel of if you are like intruding on their gameplay and their experiences. Because at the end of the day, I think that if you help someone too much with materials that they miss a chunk of the game and, and it actually hurts their gameplay more. But if you gift to like information like uh, tips and stuff like that, or walk them through the process, I think that's more beneficial. So, because a lot of our most fun memories of the game is the crappy ones. It's like, oh my <laughs> God, when I first joined, I like got murdered by 900 compies and then a Titan Boa pooped me uh -huh. out in the back swamp. And, and at the time, it irritates the crap out of and you. And Dodo's no right from the sky. Right? Yeah, you know, but at the time, it's like, rawr, you know. But that also, it makes it fun. It makes you get better. It makes you, you know, look, it kind of grows on you. So I think sometimes when we take, we take that away, when we give somebody really awesome gear to toss on, like when they're a level one, you know, because sometimes you need to be humbled <laughs> and you need to, you know, get a really good feel of what you're around. So, and I, I put it in the notes that we need that. Oh, when I first spawn story. So I think that it's not bad to help people and it's not bad to receive help, but I think there needs to be some communication and some respect that takes place there. So you're not stepping on somebody's toes and force feeding them help or, you're not leaving somebody like totally out in the you know BFE and have no idea what's going on and they would like help but you don't want to give it to them. So I think you got to find that that communication has to take place. <laughs> yeah. When they tell you what whether they want help or not, just be like, okay, politely, you know, bow out if they don't want your help. Ah, uh, yep, I agree. Exactly. So Rocket, what do you think? Well, I have to agree with Esme. 
first of all, I would just like to start off by saying I love helping people. I tamed like three, no wait, so I helped a couple people like tame Quetzals, I I helped Goon with his base a little bit a while ago, I helped him tame some Fiomas earlier today. And the thing is, Turk has told me so many times just to not do it for them. Because I love taming, I love helping, but you have to let them make their own experiences. You have to let them make their own mistakes, and then they learn from those mistakes, and then they can actually relate to the game. Because if you do everything for them, they're just, yeah, they're going to miss a lot of the game. And I really do agree with Esme on that. Yeah, and you don't want to enable them either to where they always are looking for help and uh, looking for donations and somebody getting something for them and we don't want to do that either yeah okay since, since my name was mentioned yeah. um i offer help and if it's rejected i respect that i mean how many times said he have, have i offered to help you and you said no i want to i want to learn many many times times but there's been several times like tonight sitting i got a fight with some beavers i'm saying he didn't mind at all didn't mind one bit <laughs> nope so there's there's a fine line there oh my god those beavers they're they're an angry, angry bunch they're angry they jump you. You know, when I was a kid, my brother and I used to joke about starting a band called Angry Beavers. <laughs> and now it really would be applicable. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I would buy the album. All right. Hey, Luminin, do you have anything to say on this? Uh, yeah, there's actually an article I came across that uh, Jet's Twitter, I was going to say Jet's from now on, uh, Jet had uh, retweeted. It was, it was a Reddit article, and oh my gosh, it was crazy and, and kind of sad and exciting and uh, i don't know this this guy wrote it very very well and it was it was specifically for this subject he talked about how he started on this official server way way back you know early on built his nice little thatch hut kept getting raided kept getting raided and he decided he was going to be the big guy you know the bigger man that helped everybody and assisted wherever possible and he helped it didn't matter if you're a new new guy on the beach or you know one of the alpha tribe he was like hey you need help or do you need any items and he would and he slowly he hid, hid vaults all over the island and had stuff underwater hid and I mean just massive amassed everything and then overnight he threw up this massive base he's a solo player and uh, it just the, the article's titled How I Lived Long Enough to Become the Villain <laughs> if, if that perfect. doesn't entice you to read this article I don't know what will it is a really good read it's a little bit lengthy it took me like 10 minutes while I was at work 10-15 minutes to read through it but Highly suggest taking a moment and reading through it. I'll take I your advice. It. Did anybody else get a chance to read through it? No, I don't know. Ten minutes, that's pretty long. I don't think I could do that. Oh, my God. It was like, but he, the the author wrote it so good, <laughs> like Luminin said. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know that, right, Luminin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does, does it make you want to go punch some trees? I need that wood. I guess I'm punching some trees. I'll get us started here. Uh, here's what what's a tip that you can share for a new player? Esme, let's start with you. Um, man, flying. If you're flying around on a low level bird and you're doing all kinds of traveling and and you're putting them through the mill, 
you I do recommend you throwing some meat in their inventory <laughs> because so many times that like I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna grab this bird and they're kind of you know if it dies, it dies or whatever, but if it it can starve. So if you if you uh, use up its stamina and you're working it really hard. So uh, I do recommend doing that. And for the new people, if you don't know, if you are out on your dinosaur and you're being attacked and you're going through all this fighting and you look at your poor dinosaur and it's like bleeding all over the place, you can force feed it meat and it and it does help heal it a bit faster. So that would be my new people tip. Good one. Indeed. All right, Luminin, what do you got? Um, when you first start up, and this is something I learned from you and, uh, oh gosh, <laughs> you and Turk, um, to level up quickly when you first start, like after a wipe or you, you just switch to a different server for whatever reason, build a little storage boxes, build like 40 of them, place them all over the place, destroy them all, and then you rebuild them. Since you get half the resources back, you can then build 20, tear them down, build 10. You know, so it's, it's super easy. It's really, really boring, but at least it gets you, it speeds you up a little bit, which can be a huge help when you're low level. Um, it's not a great learning experience, but it makes the game a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. Turka definitely told me that one, and it was very appreciated because once you've, you know, played for a while and then your server disappears on you and you have to start over somewhere else, it you kind of just want to catch up to where you kind of left off on that last server and and. So having the early levels, you know, go by quickly is, is nice. But if you're brand new, I would say go out there and explore and kill things and chop down trees and gather and stuff just so and you get killed. that experience and, yeah, make it count, get that experience under your belt. So right, make the game last longer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, not a, it's definitely not a race. If, if, if you're a new player, just play. You're, yeah. You're die a bunch of times, have a good time. Don't die a bunch. <laughs> Um, you'll have stories to tell. Uh, don't worry about this stuff. But if you're a player that's experienced and um, get wiped or whatever, then uh, grind. Yeah. All right, Goon, what do you got for us? Well, this is a little something I learned from uh, Luminin that if, uh, when you die and you respawn, it takes five minutes for you to respawn your bed if you die again. So to uh, help with that, make as many beds as you can. Stack like four beds on top of each other, and you can use a different bed for respawn every time you need to respawn if you die a lot. Yeah, it's like I a loophole was... for the cooldown timer for the beds. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was and, Turk. Yeah, yeah. I think you told me Turk. that. You Everything comes back to Turk. <laughs> <It Yes. does. laughs> so, well, city's gonna city's gonna title. I mean, he's gonna uh, this is Turkey say this a lot, but city's gonna tell everybody what what uh what we're starting to call your advice. Yeah, it's called the uh, Turkism, and uh, we've all learned <laughs> from from his uh, knowledge and experience. And I just want to jump in here and say, you know, if you want to get leveled up fast when you're running around gathering berries and punching trees and trying to chop down wood make a bunch of hats while you're doing that and you'll make oh, 15 yeah. 20 hats man and then just dump them all and then just keep doing that as you're running around until you can make them small boxes and then make a crap load of them see i didn't say sh uh. and then you can just <laughs> go right on and uh, you can get leveled up for day Next thing you know, you're like level 15, 18. You can go out and build a boat, you know, and then, then you can take off from there. It's great. 
Good, good turkism. Yeah. Does anybody else have any other tips for a newbie? I am fresh out of newbie tip. All right. Yeah. Well, let's go on and let's go into any tips for the more experienced players. We kind of touched on this a little bit with, uh, you know, quick leveling that it may not be perfect for a new player, but uh, definitely good for the more experienced player that has to start over or finds a new server to play on, stuff like that. So let's uh, start out with uh, Luminin. What have you got for us? Well, this is something that uh, we were talking in chat last night to, I think it was uh, uh, Orphan Smasher and was it, uh, oh, I don't remember. Anyways, we were talking about mass farming. We were talking, you know, the Orphan was wanting us to up the, the gather rate just a little bit on the dinos. And we were kind of back and forth. Well, you know, you can do this instead. And what, what level dinos are you using? Put into the melee, you know, uh, so they hit harder and they gather more. Well, this is something else that Turk had mentioned, and we kind of uh, explained a little bit better. You can mass farm really easy uh, if you have the right dinos. For example, beavers, if you carry them with an argy and you fly around through trees, they'll actually eat the trees and gather the wood from them while you're Say flying what? around. Really? So, wow. Yeah, really. <laughs> See, I'm learning from my own podcast. <laughs> well, I found out. You can do it with a beaver, and you can do it with Doeds. a Yeah, yeah I was about oh to say. God. I was doing that earlier. I parked mine by a rock, and I noticed he was swinging his tail at it, and I was yeah. like, oh. I mean, so I mean, it's a really, I was just going to say, you can also do this while they're on follow. So get yourself a little caravan going and just mow down the side of a mountain. You know, have a bunch of beavers and a bunch of doids, you know, uh, following one another, and then just walk them down the mountain. The beavers hit <laughs> the trees, doids hit the rocks. You walk back up the mountain, and you've got tons and tons of resources. Wow. You have to move them on your own, which is blah, but... You didn't have to gather them. You blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that funny? Am I allowed to laugh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well, we that... know what you meant. That's, yeah. that's an amazing tip. Like, oh, I didn't even know that. And I've probably time. got 1,200 hours into this game now. And so I definitely appreciate that. Anybody else have any uh, tips for the more experienced player? But I think I think we have a quiet person, Phantom. How he levels so freaking quick. Because he doesn't sleep. He does not sleep. Dude is on 24 awesome. Phantom, Phenom, Phantom, yeah. whatever his name is, is my freaking hero. Uh-huh. He's the quiet alpha. So do you have anything yeah. that you've learned in game that you think like higher level players give us some love? What what kind of alpha tips do you have? Well, I would say the I, honestly, I haven't been paying attention to how I leveled up, but it seems like when I take my dinos out and kill other dinos, I level up pretty fast. I collect a lot of hide and pelt. No, he's a killer, man. I think he's lying. No, he's no, no, he's I've been on trips with him before. I've been on dino hunting trips with him before, and he's right. It's something about the combination of riding on the dino and doing all the things you're doing, and especially if you go out with somebody else and you're doing it, you're gaining even more experience on top of that, and you'll go up you know, several levels in no time. Yeah, I also think if you have male and female, they have that boost. Alrighty, well, now we're going to move on into Pimp My Hut. So do you have any building tips or tricks or anything that you'd like to share? Are you working on a building project? Or do you even have an idea for a building project? So let's start out with City. City, what have you got for us? Well, I've recently discovered um, re-fertilizers, and I'm using them like crazy. So if anybody's got any extra fertilizer, let me have it. 
Um, but you know, when you build up your area and you start, you know, putting in your walls and foundations and this and that and yada, yada, uh, and you step back and you look down on it, it kind of looks like it's turning into a desert and just kind of, you know, well, I really like this place when I got here. Now it kind of looks like crap. I didn't say. <clears throat> and so anyway, <laughs> the re-fertilizer, um, you can reuse it in, uh, uh, grassy type areas i don't know, you know if your resolution is good enough you can you can tell and it'll sprout new uh, uh trees and bushes and occasional rocks even and uh, i'm doing that around my base and looking so much better so much more friendlier and i'm really liking refertilizer so does it okay so do foundations affect it like even if there's a foundation there it'll still grow you can go right next to a foundation i've got stuff um regrowing right next to right next to my buildings on everything yep yeah refertilizer will regrow anywhere you place it i couldn't get it to grow in some of the dead areas the sand areas um, well, if, city if nothing had grown there before nothing exactly would grow there again yeah that's it exactly yeah right. and i was able to tell that by looking at the ground I had to turn my resolution up on the ground clutter and everything. And and then you could see the difference. Um, you know, I wasted probably 10 to 15 refertilizers. Uh, you know, how come it ain't freaking working here? What the hell? And then I, you know, turned that ground clutter up and I could see the difference. And, and then I didn't waste anymore after that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, Goon, what have you got for us? Well, as many of you know, rhinos love buildings and uh if you build the uh, spike fence the wood spike fence it helps keep them you know put a little distance away from your building it helps keep the brownos away that gives them second thoughts about scratching their bellies on your roof because i've had to replace <laughs> my greenhouse a few times already oh geez that's the perfect saying though scratching their bellies on the roof that's probably why bears they do it on trees brontos they do it on your buildings <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. awesome yeah. all right luminin what have you got for us i simply put in there love of pillars you guys have heard us talk about using them for taming pins you've heard us talk about using them as a, just a regular a herding pin we're using them in buildings we're using them for aesthetics we're doing the community coliseum coliseum i'm saying that wrong we're doing this big build and we're using them it just looks really cool and oh, they're just fantastic they're so so useful you can use them to snap your pipes and your electrical cables and uh, i learned today that goodness sakes you can snap walls together you could hide pipes and cables inside walls in between walls uh but we're just you know they're just so wonderful they really are yeah i agree i i i don't necessarily like using them to build on until unless i do that trick where you can put another floor on top of it because i don't really like seeing them come through poke through the floor that i'm supposed to be living on but um i do really like it though because you can live pretty much anywhere, even if it's an uneven ground or whatever, because you can just put down pillars and make everything even, especially if a foundation won't place because it's too too short or too high or, or whatever. Um, for myself, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. and what I like to do to get inspiration for what I want to build or, you know, if I change something, I, I love flying around the map and looking whatever, at what everybody else is doing. and. And then I'll also go on the internet and just look at pictures. Um, I was in uh, a 
one of the uh, mods, somebody was posting pictures of a castle that they built with a mod that's out there uh, that lets you build actual castle parts. And it's called, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Uh, Advanced Architecture, I think. I think that's the one it is. And it, it was just an amazing looking castle and it's exactly what I wish I had been able to do when I built mine. And so now I've got this person's pictures of their build in ARC. I've got them saved so I can go back and look at it saying, well, I like this part and I like this part. So I'm going to, you know, make my own thing based off of kind of what they've, they've tried to do. So, and then that also helps me figure out, uh, how many materials I need and stuff like that, which I've talked about in uh, previous episodes too. So planning out how many materials I need. And let's see, what do we got here? How about Lee? What do you got for us? Um, clean up after yourself. That's, I think, uh, a courteous thing for everybody to do. It's I know how it is when you start off, you're building little thatch huts to survive while you're looking for a better place to build a more permanent settlement. You know, uh, it's just when you find the spot you wanna you wanna stay at, it's a good idea to go back and take down the stuff that you don't need anymore. I mean, you, one of the bonuses is you get half of the materials back, so you can use them in your new construction, and it allows the resources in the area to start respawning. So you can go back and get more stuff. Anybody else can come along and use it. And that's a new thing too, like, or another thing too, like a new player comes in and they're looking for a place to build and maybe they found a, a spot that looks perfect to them, but if there's already a building sitting in the way, it kind of messes up their day until they can find somebody to remove it. So that's my little pimp my hut deal. Absolutely. And plus also, you know, getting rid of the extra buildings will help a server. It, you know, it takes away having a lot of buildings and a lot of pieces, parts that have to render in if somebody flies over and stuff like that. It helps the person not have to lose, um, you know, get lag and lose uh, FPS. And then it also helps, you know, the server load if they don't have to render in a whole bunch of things because people uh, actually cleaned up after themselves and the server runs a little bit smoother as well. So it's definitely yeah. great advice. All right, well, I kind of touched on it a little bit already, but we're going to go into the mod spotlight. And this is basically if there's any mods you love or any mods you hate. And uh, definitely uh, have quite a few uh, mods lately. Um, I mentioned this in our first episode that I was playing on a Valhalla server, and um, it was Valhalla Genesis. And they were such a great group. They're kind of like us. They're starting out and trying to get people to come and play on their server. And they ended up uh, deciding to do a map change. So instead of doing Valhalla, they're now doing the center, which is a, a, a basically a conversion map that uh, it's really cool. There's all these uh, rocks and pillars and stuff everywhere. And there's these ruins that you can go in and build inside of the ruins. And then there's also uh, a floating island and these gigantic waterfalls. Now, of course, for me, this is like the perfect map because I love me some waterfalls and some loves just, waterfalls. Yeah, <laughs> just love this beautiful scenery. And so it's uh, definitely something to check out if you've uh, never played on a different map. Um, and then, um, there's another mod that I absolutely love, and I, this is the one that I mentioned, Advanced Architecture. So what this does is it gives you castle pieces. 
And so there's like a castle foundation and it's these, these foundations are really, really big. So it would probably be equivalent to four regular foundations in as one castle foundation. So it's really easy to build, to have do big builds with this. And then the castle walls are pretty big. And so of course they'd be what would equivalent to maybe two, two or three high and two wide. So it's, it's definitely, um, you can do huge projects with it. And since I'm going to be doing a new uh, castle build, I th I, I'm very excited. And they keep adding stuff to it, too. So that's uh, definitely fun. And then uh, I know I'm going to end up having quite a few mod stuff that, to talk about over you know the episodes coming up. But if there's a mod that you're curious about, uh, let me know. You know, send us some feedback, and I will uh, go check out a server that has that mod. Or uh, if it's a server I already play on that has the mod, then I'll go ahead and talk about that. So let us know. And uh, it looks like uh, Rocket Rocket's got some uh, stuff out there. So what do you got? Well, I'm not singling out a single mod. I'm going to talk about more the developers because, okay, I'm going to give a small example. During my old Skyrim days, you know, mods were the thing. It was like the cherry on the cake. You had to have mods. It was like the best thing in the game. So one day, I was sitting on the Steam workshop. I was just browsing through a bunch of mods, and there was this really... So there was this nice mod that spoke to me. It's, it was like a hundred new weapons that were never added or something like that. I can't really remember. But I downloaded this mod and I couldn't start up my game. Like every time I'd try to go in, I'd get a black screen, it would say error, and then my computer would reset. So Mods are thing, always buyer beware, dude. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. It's, it's not that the mod was broken. It's that this guy actually quit. Here's the thing, he didn't tell anybody. So I was reading the description of the mod, and everyone was like, yeah, it's a great mod and all this. But he actually quit and he deleted the mod. I don't even know what happened, but I like, I downloaded a, um, a kill file. Or I don't know what it was called. But yeah, I couldn't start up my game for about half a week, and then I got support from a friend. He came over, he did all the work, he helped me, and yeah. I've been playing with mods in games since... Fallout 3, and it's it's especially a Bethesda problem. I love Bethesda, don't sue me please, you guys, your games are like <laughs> the best in the world. But uh, yeah, it's you destabilize the game the more mods you start adding in. I found the best way to do mods is just get the construction kit, learn how to use it, make your own mods. You know, that way you don't know, or you know what you're getting. You're not possibly downloading something that's going to screw up your computer. And you keep it all within a certain number of uh, data files so you don't have like 30 mods that you have to have a, a, an order for. You know, use a mod manager or something and get them all in just the right order. You, you just make all of your changes that you want to make in just one or two data files. So it's easier on the game to load it in and you'll get less bugs that way. A lot of less you know, crashes to desktop. I mean, that was in Fallout 3, it was easy to destabilize that game. And uh, Fallout New Vegas wasn't too much more difficult. You just had to be really careful how much stuff you loaded it up with. I yeah. imagine Ark is probably going to be the same way. You know, oh, it definitely is. Because that's yeah. what I'm looking at right now. I, I miss playing on Valhalla, so it was one of those where I'm kind of considering possibly maybe getting my own server just so I can... Uh, you know, have Valhalla and have the mods that I want. And I actually started making a list and I'm already over 10 mods that I feel like I 
couldn't live without, so to speak. And so, and then of course, there are some mods that just don't interact with each other very well. And uh, some mods are picky where they have to be first in the list. And if they're not first in the list, then they don't necessarily um, work very well. And then this also led to, which I'll talk to in our Enrage segment, you know, the the issue that I had and why I had to uh, basically uninstall and reinstall everything. So um, there is definitely something to say about a lot of mods versus only a few mods and, you know, what people actually need to be able to play and what they don't. And there's some people who hate mods, some people like me who just love mods and think it makes the game better. So... And you just got to watch one, yourself. One final thing I'd say about that, too, is it seems like the mods that change the least, and I don't mean have the least impact, but I mean that change the code of the game the least tend to not be such a problem. Mm-hmm. Like the, um, the our construction mod that we use, it really doesn't change a whole lot, but it has a lot of impact in how you build your base. Oh, the corrected structures? Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. And to me, that's just something like, even in if this was reality and we were all literally stranded somewhere, we would be able to build the way we want. Even if it's a full wall, we could just cut the pieces out that would run into the rock wall. So, you know, to have something in game that basically represents represents that in a way compared to not being able to place anything at all anywhere near a rock wall. So... Yeah, that's definitely a mod that's on my list of can't live without. Well, you see, it's not the part, you know, because you guys can relate. You guys have been on servers where the owner just quit on you guys, and he didn't even let you guys know. Like, when somebody just quits a mod, and then you download it anyway, and they don't tell you, it can really mess up your computer, and that's why, yeah. Yeah, I've actually, there's a couple of mods that I use that, uh, in, even in the description on the Steam Workshop, it basically says, I'm not playing ARC. I've stopped development on this. It seems to be working okay for people for the moment. But, you know, if the developers do something that basically screws up this mod, you're using that at your own risk. But so far, most of the developers have, uh, uh, or not the, de- well, the mod developers have been pretty forthright saying, I'm not de- doing this anymore. So use it at your own risk. Or even people just picking it up and taking over for where, from where the uh, person who left, where they left it off at. So that's pretty good. All right. Does anybody have anything else on mods? Uh, nope. Only that I love mods, but um, pretty much for like Rocket was talking about, like a lot of a, a lot of the new people that are coming on our server, are like you know, oh, do you guys have this mod or that mod? And I just tried to let them know that we really want basic mods on our server right now because it is a stability issue and also um, I personally hate lot everybody's computer performs differently but mine seems to take nine years when I first like enter like I hit join and then it's like don't downloading mod da 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 and when I'm on a server that's super mod heavy it feels like I have to wait 
so long to get on that server. And then with the basic other problems that happens about, um, you know, the drop connection and blah, 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 you just get fed up. And also the more mods that you do have on your server, like uh, Turk and I ran into before, um, if they do an update, like it can shut your server down. And if people are at work and your admins are busy and they don't know that the mod updated, it can totally lock you out of your server. So Mods are amazing, and but for that reason, you might want to have two servers that you play on in case <laughs> one has a mod that's down that has an update and you can't get on your main server. You know, it can cause some issues. So um, that's why on our server we kind of keep it simple so that we have maximum uptime. But it's definitely a trade-off. You know, there's some amazing mods out there, and but also you can run into these conflicts. So it's like, what are, mm -hmm. what are you willing to value more than you know? It's all about values. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So I think it's cool though. I, there's so many fantastic ones out there, but my computer don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's move on into the taming pin. That's the most powerful trank gun on the market, huh? Got her in Mexico. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. They say it can puncture the skin of a rhino from a Ow! Oh! Yes! That's awesome! So, we're gonna talk about maybe a creature on the island, or any taming tricks, or taming tips. So let's start out, hey, uh, what do you got for us, Esme? My noob tip for taming, or just taming in general, is be careful when you're attempting to tame an animal, or dino near any body of water because they will inevitably run out into that body of water and drown before you get them tamed or they will be eaten by piranhas or sarcos or anything else that might want to swim out there and eat your tame so it's kind of a I know where I built this time around, I'm on rivers, and the further I go up the river, there's some amazing, all kinds of yummy things I want to tame, but every time I shoot one, it goes, and like runs into the water, so. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? I've noticed that too. I don't, How I don't does that go that. again, Esme? <laughs> what was that noise you just heard? Yeah, it's like, it like runs in, like. <laughs> I swear to God, it never fails. Yeah. And I remember Dude. being like holding my like breath when I was taming a spino in um, the river before uh, on our third wipe <laughs> on the server we got wiped on. I was taming a spino in this in the swamp, like a, before the swamp. It was this river area, and I was so amazed that nothing was bugging us but these stupid mega piranhas. And if I wasn't there guarding it the whole time and chopping at them and hacking at them and trying not to drown. It, they were being trying to eat my my tame, you know? So I'm watching that tame bar. I feel like I could have had a heart attack. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. I don't know, <laughs> you know? And and then it was starting to die, too, because it's it, the oxygen levels were going down, too. So I'm like, meh. But it, it depends on, like, if you're trying to tame an animal that or a dino that's, you know, used to being in the water like sarcos and stuff, you can get away with it. But if you try, sometimes if you tame a trike and it runs out of the water and then all of a sudden it goes, okay, I'm going to knock out now, it drowns. It's done. So I don't know. that That's irritating. So yeah, be very, um, be very alert on the fact that if you are taming near water, they will inevitably just go for a swim. Yeah, definitely. All right, Luminan, what do you got for us? Uh, I put on their uh, uh, larger tames. They're different, but they might be easier in a few ways. So uh, if you're if you're just starting out and you're trying to tame dodos because, or, or rather in Esme's case, spitters, because you know she, she bypasses dodos. <laughs> uh, 
you punch them and they go down and you're like running around trying to grab these narco berries because they wake up so fast because they have like no torpor. Um, now, larger animals, it's not so much of a problem because they usually have a lot more torpor. Uh, now, with our particular settings, it doesn't matter at all with like anything. You don't need narco berries or um, narcotics because we get things tame like now. <laughs> oh, it was a 15 hour tame. On our server, it takes an hour. So, yeah. Um, it's not really a problem, but like on an official server, if you knock down a dodo, it's probably going to be awake in like five minutes. You knock down a Bronto, you've probably got like an hour and a half, two hours before it wakes back up. Difference being is it's going to take that much longer to, uh, you know, tame. So on an official, you do have to use narcotics and all that stuff. So it doesn't change too much, but there's a lot more leeway. You have a lot more wiggle room with a bigger tame than you do a smaller tame. So, I mean, it's something that you, you could play with a little bit and see how it turns out. See what you prefer to do. Indeed. I don't think I could ever play on an official server for as long as it takes mm -mm. just to tame any animal. No, days, some of them. Yeah, no way. All right, City, what have you got for us? Um, I was uh, piggybacking off of somebody who said that they are using the Dodo X app that's on uh, Android and Apple phones, and we've talked about it before in uh, some of our earlier episodes and uh, i've actually switched from the arc wiki over to the dodo x app um, they've improved it it's a little better a little easier tells you exactly everything you need to know you can put in your uh, our, our uh, server settings and it adjusts for it and it's, they seem to keep up quicker on the newer um, dinos coming into the game than the wiki and that's just all I got. Yeah, I definitely love the Dodo X, Dodo Dex app. It's it, and it does. It keeps improving. They keep adding things to it. I even with me when I first mentioned that it uh, didn't necessarily work with uh, the server that I was on, which had the mod called Eight Plus difficulty, which raises all of the dinos to a max level, wild level of 240. I mean, they're taking all of that feedback and they're adding stuff to it. And one of the features that I'm most excited about that they're adding is um, telling you what will pick up that animal. So like if you tame a beaver, but you're all the way across the map and you've got your bird with you, but what's going to carry it back to your base? Will a pteranodon take it back to your base? Will an argent or will you have to have a, a quetzal? Or, you know, I mean, it'll it'll tell you in in the taming area who can pick that up to get it back to your base. So Sweet. I'm definitely look looking forward that. to that because having to look it up on the wiki really quickly isn't necessarily an, a, <laughs> a quick thing. So I'm, I'm definitely happy that they're putting so much effort into this app. And from what I hear, the uh, Android version is in the beta, so that's good, too, for uh, the folks that uh, aren't drinking the Apple Kool-Aid. I have it on my, my uh, Galaxy, so... Nice. Did something happen? Are you just really... Angry. <laughs> so, uh, do you have something that you want to see changed in the game, or something that the community seems to ha absolutely hate? Or did you have any issues come up with you in the last week or so? This is where we're going to talk about it. Luminan, what do you got? I just want to say, dino drifting is killing me. I don't know if it has to do with the altitude of my tower, but pretty much everything I park up there 
ends up down at the base of the mountain the next day, like towards the beach, and I have to go down there and pick it up. And being that I've been working on the community project now for a couple of days, and uh, with work I wasn't able to log in for a couple of days, uh, I get on today and Rocket's like, uh, you know, you've got birds and stuff like everywhere, right? And I'm like, oh, not again. That is such a pain. And I don't know if that's a bit of coding or if that's intentional because of the quetzes or, or what, but oh my gosh, that is annoying. I've actually lost a Carno from that. She was sitting up at the base, log on the next day, and everybody's like everywhere. I have not seen her since. She's still alive. Just who knows where she is. Hmm. Yeah, even inside a barn, it, you still get the drifting. Like, I will log off and everything will be all crammed up against one wall. And they're all on passive. So I know that they're not trying to get out and attack something that was attacking the base or something. So, yeah, the drift is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, because it's so bad up there, I leave them all on neutral. That way, at least they have a fighting chance. Mm -hmm. Like the ones that are on the ground, I don't have so much of a problem with. It's just the ones way up on the tower. And I don't know if it's when I, when somebody flies over and it sort of starts to load the area, they glitch through the tower and they fall. I, I really don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's uh, would definitely be annoying. All right, City, what have you got for us? Oh, I've got, uh, you know, we, we have these Ingram points that we use for uh, helping us uh, progress in the game. And somebody was on the other day, I can't remember who it was. I, I don't know if it was, well, I don't know who it was. Anyway, they asked me, uh, what the, what's the price to make a GPS? And I'm like, well, it takes like 21 Ingrams. But what they really wanted to know was, what is the uh, materials uh, once you purchase the ingram for the gps what are, what are all the materials and so what you know and i i would like to see this as well i think um you can hover over the ingram point it tells you or i mean the ingram it tells you how many points but also it tells you all the materials that you need to make that thing whatever it may be whether it's a gps or something else and then you can decide if you really want to take on that uh, that project maybe it's not as important uh, once you look at all the materials and you know where it needs to be made in a fabricator or a smithy or by hand then you may decide to you know I don't want to do that I'll do something else I would like to see that in that in that uh, uh, Ingram Point area as as well I yeah. agree I yeah, that, that many times I yeah when I read that you put this in the show notes I was like yeah totally because it's kind of like you're buying it and then you find out you know it's like yeah or even yeah. if there's something that you need to be able to craft to be able to put into the crafting the next thing and so you are spending the points on this and you can't even do it because you can't make a paintbrush or something <laughs> right. you didn't put you know stuff in as well and Agreed. Kind of along with that too, like I would love to be able to, because I know you can kind of put in um, a search thing to search for whatever you want, but what I would love to be able to do is like ch a checkbox or something to remove the learned engrams. Because I want to see which ones that I don't know. And that's yeah. it. You mean because like a filter? The, like yeah, because yeah. then if I say only have 80 ingram points left to use and I've got a really long time until I get to my next level, then I need to be sure on what I'm going to be spending my stuff on. And scrolling through, I may pass by something that I really, really want and then just not even notice it. And uh, so I would love to be able to filter out either by learned or unlearned or something like that. 
and you and I've tried putting into the search box, you know, the word unlearned in in hopes that it would actually let me kind of bypass their uh, search system. And it doesn't. It totally ignores the learned and unlearned words. So and then also for me is stamina. So in the real world, even if you're really, really tired and you are, say, in the water, you're going to kind of float to the surface and kind of bob there, you know, maybe tread water lightly, but you're still going to you're not going to use up every single ounce of energy. Well, I ended up running across the, a bridge on one of these servers, and then I jumped off the end of the bridge and into the water. Well, I was out of stamina, and it wouldn't let me surface. So I ended up drowning in barely more water than it would have been for me to almost walk out. But because I had no stamina, I couldn't surface. I couldn't get that breath. I couldn't do anything. And I just had to wait till I drowned. And so it was a little, little kind of crazy. But then again, we know that things don't exactly follow the physics of reality <laughs> in a game like right. this. <laughs> and then the uh, I've mentioned it a couple times so far within the podcast um, that I've ended up having to completely uninstall Arc and then reinstall it. And then, of course, I'm using probably about, I think I'm at 42 mods right now. Uh, across the few servers that I play on because I want to be on different maps. And so I had to re-download all of those as well. Oh my god. So this is what I pretty much did for the last uh, almost 24 hours now. And the reason this happened um, was I was in-game on uh, the center map, which is really, really new to me. And so I was on that other one and I was just looking for a place to build. And I ended up going to kill something that was near me. And the second I killed it, the game froze. And then eventually I ended up getting some weird error. It wasn't like the, the fatal error that closes the whole game, but it was an error I'd never experienced before. And I ended up you know, restarting the game, going back in, trying to log in, and I would get stuck because down at the left-hand corner, you can kind of see what pieces are being loaded as you go into the game. You know, it'll say, like, here's the map, here's the the northwest water, the northwest far water, here's this, here's that. Well, there's something called snapshot underscore 16, and I it just wasn't progressing at all past that. And so eventually it will time you out and kick you out. And so then you can keep trying, but you'll always get stuck at this snapshot 16. And looking up information on this on the internet, it looks like about a year ago, they had this happen a lot. Like it was hu you know, a huge issue. They made some hot fixes to it. And, and I, we, no one knows why you're, you know, people are still getting this error. And um, a lot of the, a lot of the advice people were giving was just go in, see if you can fix the game. If you can't fix the game, then just uninstall and reinstall everything. And of course, this was all back in like June of last year. So there probably weren't a ton of mods out there. If there were, they weren't very big <laughs> like they are now. So it definitely took me a long time to uh, get back into the games today. But uh, hey, I've got a fresh install now. So hopefully this will keep me from having any problems going forward for at least a little while fingers crossed knock on wood um but yeah so it's it's been an interesting time recently so 
uh, I'm glad I'm back and doesn't sound like I've got as many problems though as maybe Esme does. So what have you got for us? <laughs> I don't know if I have a whole bunch of <laughs> um, my all of my problems are small and they they drive me nuts. I am I'm playing in new areas on the island right now and like I have my on the A Rock Island I call it. It's that little rock that that little island that has like that A big A Rock in the south so south south to spawn point area and so i also wanted to build a new area somewhere i've never played before and have it a little bit more dangerous and not have a fence around my house or my base so i have like my my laid back safe zone cabin fort and then i have my if you go too far you're going to be jacked up kind of fort so um but the bugs man i can't do anything i'm constantly the drones are finding me every time i have random bugs the other day i had a bug fly through the window of my house oh god poison me i had the little <laughs> cross call and crossbones and kill a raptor and I was like, well, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> like, I have, you know, and I didn't have window enclosures on. I didn't have the, I didn't have my windows closed because, you know, we're like, we want them to look cool. We want to be able to see out. We want light, you know. Well, all of a sudden I had some rogue bug fly through and jack me up. And I was like, this is crap. So <laughs> I go out and I'm adventuring and I'm making like my little barn out. I'm good. I'm like getting out of my comfort zone. I like made my little barn where my precious little new spino and I'm, and I'm keeping it away. So I have to like run through any random oddity that happens to be from my base to my barn to get my stuff. So man, the bugs, I'm just, I, to me, I think they're a little OP. Like they're a little overkill. Like there's one bug and then there's 90 bugs. <laughs> So I have found a new love for the bug repellent. So, um, but hey, that's what it's for, right? <laughs> so right. while I'm complaining about it, it's just part of the game. So if you are like me, the uh, the really cool part about this is, is that I'm also near beavers and beavers drop pelt. So um, that's one of the ingredients in the bug repellent. So if you're like me <laughs> and you're, you hate these damn bugs, um, the bug repellent, uh, just I'm going to put in the show notes under my complaining of the, the whole bugs. But um, it's a required level of level 15. Uh, it only costs 12 engram points. And you do need your mortar and pestle. But it takes six pelt, two narcotics, four citronelles, and four rock roots. Rock roots? Rock, rock carrots. carrots. Yeah, however you want to pron pronounce it. But um, so it's not horrible. And in my area where all the stupid beavers are, angry beavers, I just go out there and get some pelt. And the pelt isn't that much, like six, six pelt. So, but the the cool thing is it does last for five hours. The bad thing is, is it does last for five hours. So <laughs> however you want to look at it. So, yeah, that's that's my complaint, but my solution. So, yeah, get you a uh, frog so you can ride the frog from your front door to the barn front door <gasps> do and frog. gather CP all the way there. CP mm. is shorthand for cementing paste for those of you yeah. who don't know. And cementing paste is like one of the it's it's used in a lot of high end building stuff and and uh, it's even used as currency on a lot of servers because a lot of players um, that have a lot of it or that need it are usually building with metal and stuff so it's it's definitely important but if you've got a good way to get yourself a lot of it I would get yourself a frog Esme that would be 
you'd and, be swimming. And I'm thinking it, it was funny that you mentioned that because my first thing wasn't the whole bugs and so many pace. It was like those things can fly. <laughs> those mm-hmm. things are like, yeah, I could cheat and like fly my tear down over there. But, you know, I kind of wanted that danger. But the frog, man, those are fun. So. Oh, God. Frogs I was like, what? Fly. What? And then like fly, bounce over them, you know? Exactly. So I'm, I'm all about that. All right. Green, what have you got for us? Oh, I'd like to see different size uh, walls. Because when I build on a slope and I try to build my walls up, when I get to the top, they're never even. I love to be able to put different size, put different size walls so I can uh, get everything even across the top. Absolutely. I, w- I would love to see that as well because um, sometimes you just want to be able to kind of just block a little space, you know, or even have, I mean, there's mods out there to do this, but uh, having like a, a nice little gate or fence around a yard or something like that Um, you can do that with a mod but you can't really do that with what we've got existing right now unless you're using just um, railings and sometimes that might not be high enough so you want a half a wall or something like that so i would i definitely agree i would love to see that all right does anybody have anything else let's jump on in let's (laughs) go on down through the spyglass And anything that you have uh, that you're planning on working on in ARC this week, a future project or an event or uh, anything else, uh, let's start with Luminin. What do you got? (laughs) (laughs) I got three hours of sleep last night and I've been awake for going on 22 hours now. Oh my God. (laughs) No, thank you. Yep. Oh, suck it up. Oh, whatever. (laughs) Good luck. I ain't letting you get away with nothing. Uh, all right uh, i put that i'm excited to be building the coliseum with everyone and i really am i figured honestly that it would be me and esme doing most of the work she put most of the platform down the next day i went out and expanded it a little bit and put some stone down at turk's request because it was too shiny and then today <laughs> we got me and turk were working on it and then city came over and then goon came over there were like six of us over there once talking about it you know rocket threw in some um, door frames for me to save some time. Don't and forget about the mo- emoji John. Yeah, yeah, Amarochi. He came over and was helping a little bit. I mean, it was just great to see everybody over there. You know, a lot of feedback. We made a lot of changes. Oh, we, could, we were talking about it. Oh, let's add a pit here that the, the gladiators can come up out of, and we'll tear that down and add a dino door in there so the dino can burst through that, and we'll add a little emperor stand up there where he can watch and open the door of the remote and oh it's just gonna be great it's really i I am so excited to see what this thing looks like i want to get it done like now just to see what we all did i am super excited now like you guys must have did a whole bunch of stuff because yeah let yeah man i'm gonna log in after this and see what you guys did today because i went by there yesterday and i was and it was i didn't have time to work on it or do anything so i just I got my boat unstuck from City, City's house, and that stupid turtle, and I went trucking by it, and I'm like, oh, cool, you know, but I apparently I missed out on uh, some stuff, and I'm excited to see what you guys did. Yeah, it exploded tonight. Like, last night, I expanded that platform just a little bit, and then laid some stone foundations down, and then today... <laughs> Looks like it needs oh, a little boy. purple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, it will be. <laughs> Yeah. If I have anything to do with it, there will be there will be purple. <laughs> well, you know, some Turk said, or maybe it was City. Was that you who said that about the flags? Each since we have several tribes yeah, on the island, each. Flags. 
That would be yeah. amazing. He was saying that each tribe should create their own flag and we can fly it from each corner of the Coliseum as a representation for them. No, oh, that I, would, I love it. I love it. All right, Esme, what have you got? What are you working on? That ties right in with what Luminum was saying was uh, the community arena build. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we were talking about earlier this week or on the couple episodes that we decided for our server because this is a server-supported podcast, um, we are building an arena so that we can summon in bosses and crazy monstrous beasts and, like, have prizes and and fight them and kill them and do it like a group kill or a solo kill or we can kill each other a bunch of killing going on and we wanted to and we wanted to put it out like lumen was saying put out in the water you know so one we're not taking up area two it's kind of cool that you're kind of trapped out in the water so if you think you're going to escape there's still a chance if you jump into the water you're still going to be in you know so it like it's cool i like it so um no. and it's, doing it as a community is even more fun to build a place that we can gather and hold events and do stuff so i'm just gonna say there's no there's no escape no. <laughs> no jumping in Is the water no to get escape? away okay good i haven't got to see it yet but that was my i i thought it'd be really cool pointed out that there was a cap on um building up from the ground up in the ocean so i'm glad that the spot i picked uh played off from that that hill that underwater kind of hill thing so yeah uh-huh. it's funny you mentioned orphan smasher because he just logged in in the game Oh, cool. Right nice as time. you said his name, oh, see, he logged I summoned, in. I summoned the boss Orphan Smasher. It's just like Beetlejuice. But it is. <laughs> Orphan Smasher. But the other stuff I was working on is obviously ties into my complaint was um, I'm now putting more, Mossy and I were putting more touches on the our farming. So, so we can, I can uh, supply my, my addiction to bug repellent. So yeah, that's my stuff I'm working on. Sounds good, Goon. What do you got going on? Uh, I'd like to. I'm gonna start moving my taming pen. I live uh, on a beach across from it, like a like a lagoon, and I want to build a bridge across the lagoon. Taming pen on top, so I can go across, bring things over, and have them tamed up over the lagoon, and they're just starting. They'll be ready to go by the time they get to my my little hut. That sounds cool. Yeah, I gotta take a tour of the island and see what everybody's done since I've been oh gone my for God. so long. I finally made it over to Lee's, but I was sad that he wasn't there and it wasn't nighttime, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I gotta be there when he's there to light it up and it's dark, so. I missed yeah. that, but holy crap, man, you got that thing is crazy. That's quite, <laughs> yeah, quite a awesome. build. Thank you. Kudos, because Yeah, that I saw it during awesome. the day as well, so I need to see it all lit up at night. Well, it's going to be even better, because I got, I got Balric to move in on the cliff face across from uh, across the river from me, and we're going to build a bridge that spans the entire river and connects awesome. Yeah. We're thinking oh, like... like Game of Thrones, the 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 twin towers of Frey type bridge, something like that. Nice, that sounds cool. All right, so uh, let's see. Well, let me tell you about what I plan on doing because I've got it's a ridiculous amount. I don't think there's enough time in the world to do all of this, but uh, I need to. Since I've been gone for so long, I'm uh, needing to do my new base over on that new map, the center. Uh, I now that I've been so inspired, I want to uh, build this massive castle over on the Valhalla server, um, and then maybe on our own server. I'm thinking of maybe uh, expanding my base because I'm up on kind of a a pillar in the middle of a, a river area and stuff. So I may, may either expand or uh, maybe find somewhere new to build because 
you know, I love building so much that that's the exciting part for me is going off and trying to find somewhere to build and then planning what you're going to build and then doing it. So who knows? We'll see where, what happens with me. Let's see. We still got Rocket and uh, Phantom. Do you two have anything uh, you guys want to talk about, what you have plans for? Well, I think mostly this week I've just been going with it. Like, okay, so I'm like transvert. Okay, so I'm, uh, I'm moving up to stone, my mansion. So it's not going to be a wood hut anymore. It's going to be a stone fortress. It'll look really good. That sounds awesome. That. I love upgrading. It totally changes the building, too. Just changing between wood and stone and then maybe from stone to metal. Yeah. But I've just been hanging out with Turk, been up to, and I usually follow him around and tied in with whatever he's doing. So. Steal his stuff. You know, I like the look of a combined materials building. You know, not just stone or not just metal or not just wood, but a combination of materials. Yeah, I've never actually ended up doing that, but I uh, definitely agree. Um, I've seen a lot of other people do that, and and uh, I've never really thought of using thatch roofs. And somebody did that on one of their buildings, and it looked really, really good. So it's it's nice to be able to see what other people are doing and learn from it. Yeah, Bowrick built a nice. It looks kind of like a cathedral. It's like a it's got a tower on one end, and it's. Just, I don't know, it looks like an old church maybe, but he did that. He started like halfway up at stone and then the other halfway it's wood and then he put a nice thatched roof on it. It, it just looks really good. Awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. All right, Phantom City, do you guys have anything? I uh, just plan on expanding my base, that's it. And killing all the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah killing what I can. <laughs> <laughs> Getting his buddy killed. That's right. <laughs> That's a rite of passage. Absolutely. I got, I got, I got mauled by a couple of plesiosaurs hey, while I was in Phantom's tender a, care. You haven't been on a boat ride with me yet, so <laughs> <laughs> there is that. And I'm not allowed on one anymore. Yeah, because you killed me, dude, while I was driving my boat. We had friendly fire on for a moment, and uh, Rocket apparently took a full advantage of it. <laughs> <laughs> It started oh, out like, hey, does this hurt? Is this doing anything? <laughs> and then, like, I checked my inventory and I had, like, 40 health left or something. And then, like, one more punch and I was dead. I was like, dude, you just killed me. <laughs> well, that leads perfectly into our next segment, Cam Eki. <laughs> So did you do something full of fail this week or maybe hit the E key again? What do you got, Esme? Oh, my God. Well, the <laughs> because I, I said that I, I built in my more dangerous area, I took my buddies out and we're going to go get some meat from the trough because, you know, that's what you got to do. You got to feed your pets. So I gathered up all of my ragtag group of pets. And we were tromping through. Well, there's a lot of rocks around where I'm at, which is cool because I was using stone to build my base. But it's not cool when you think your dinos have your back, but they don't because they're stuck on a rock. So I had my window open. I realized that I needed to... I had to, you know, when you are redecorating your area, rebuilding, you're like, oh, I don't need this and you demolish it. Well, I went to go throw some meat on my campfire and I realized I, <laughs> I got rid of them. So I had to go make more. So I was going out to get meat and to get supplies to make more campfires. And while I had my crafting window open, a dialo spits in my face, <laughs> blinds me. And I'm thinking, ah, crap, my dino's got my back. I ain't got nothing to worry about. No, that's a load of crap because they're like all five of them were stuck on these boulders. <laughs> and by the time I realized it, I'm dead. I was dead. I was like, well, that is some crap. <laughs> the one time I trust them to get my back, it doesn't happen. So then now I'm dead. So I'm like, well, 
dang it. At least I put a bed down this time. So I run, I spawn, and I run down to go get my bag. Well, those little jackholes ate my stuff. <laughs> and I have no bag. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So then I go to get, I'm like, well, I'm going to go kill that little level 32 Dilo. <laughs> so he brought a group of friends with him, okay? And it, was, it wasn't just one or two. So I'm naked. I'm in my underwear. I'm punching dialogues. I'm pissed off because I have all my goods. So I go and I get, I kill the level 32 dialogue because I know that it was like, you have been killed by level 32 dialogue. So I knew that it was that guy that had my stuff. So I went and I killed him. Well, it wasn't there. Because you know why? My spin, then all of a sudden, my dude, I had unstuck them uh, when, I ran, when I ran by them. Oh, my spinal's like, hey, that looks tasty. Runs over, eats it. And I'm like, no, that probably had my stuff in it. So then, yep, no, no more stuff for Esme. So I had to go <laughs> and replace everything. My GPS, my spyglass, my handy dandy purple sword, my <laughs> everything. So yeah, it felt like it took forever. Because if you're like me, and I have like zero organizational skills, I have everything scattered amongst like two bases and two boats. So oh everybody's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm getting my stuff. Well, it was like a day long process. Cause I'm like, I think I had hide built up in large amounts over there and I'd fly there and it wasn't there. Yeah. So it was, it was a thing, but I survived and I got all my stuff back and I'm never trusting those jackals ever again. So oh, don't man. trust them and don't trust rocks. Cause they're, they're not. Your yeah, friends. exactly. All right. Well, this is getting us down to. Last call for alcohol. I mean, uh, last call. <laughs> so does anybody have anything that they want to, uh, that they didn't mention during the rest of the show? What do we got? Hey, Goon, you got something? Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to Luminan Rocket for helping me yesterday and today with my little project. I've been collecting uh, dodo birds and I had a bunch of them in a pen and I got attacked by a, what was it? Um, a carno. A carno and it ate. All but two of my dodos. Oh, my. I had, like, probably 20 or 25 of them in there. It was hungry. Oh, boy. Funny. Speaking then, of dodos. Oh, so, um... yeah. Well, Rocket <laughs> helped me get some more dodos today for a, a drop-off. <laughs> oh, is that what we're calling it? Is it a drop-off? Let's hear your side of the story there, Sky. More like all a bombing. I, all I know is that I log in and I... I see Rocket like, ha, ah, prepare to, what's that? Prepare to uh, pay for your sins or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's just Rocket being Rocket. So, minding my own business. And then all of a sudden, I hear Mossy go, there's a bunch of dodos dropping from the sky. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I run out of that. Run out and I look and lo and behold, there's at least it looked like thirty dodos falling into my base, <laughs> and yeah. So then that wasn't it. So then they fly off and on this Quetzal and it has like the stone building, and uh, <laughs> they keep by and drop like a second load of dodos. I I have a I want to say like a hundred dodos. It feels like. <laughs> I Just guess their chill. parachutes forgot to open. Yeah, man. Chill it in my base. That was hilarious. It was, yeah. I paid for my sins dearly today. <laughs> <laughs> D 
zero layers. I hope you got some screenshots of that. Oh, I I did. I I hit that F12 button. Hey, new people, in case you didn't know, you can take a screenshot of your stuff in game if you hit your F12 button. So I hit my F12 button a lot. Where does it save the screenshot at? Um, it saves it to... There's a folder called Screenshots within yeah. the, uh, I think, Steam apps and then yep. Arc and, and stuff like that. So, um, okay, good. It, yep. uh, actually, when you log and out, Steam it'll account. automatically pop up a thing. Do you want to upload this to Steam? And you get like a small amount of, of memory up on within the Steam uh, website as well. So if you've got something really, really awesome that you want to share with the entire Arc community, you can upload it and put in a description and stuff like that. Or you can save it on our Nook site and post it up there. Or you can tweet it at us and we'll retweet your, your thing. Because Mr. Uh, Goon draws pictures of Ark throughout the day and Luminen shares them with us. So yeah, He did another one today. I didn't take a picture. Did he? Aww. Yeah, I'm slacking. You well, are. Speak- <laughs> Speaking of Luminen, what have you got for us? Last call. Uh, just a shout out to our CRR community. The Coliseum's looking great. I just want to say thanks, guys, because you guys make the game awesome. You really do. Oh, I second that. I agree. It did feel like it was like, hey, Luminan, you want to make a place to kill people? And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, I think it's called the Coliseum. And you're like, yeah, I think it's made of stone. Like, like <laughs> And then it's really cool that I was like, hey, because that's what we meant it to be, was a community thing, you know, that everybody yeah. can pitch in and... Not one person, kind of like this podcast. We don't want one person driving the car all the time. So, yeah, kind of how it is. Nobody wrote their name on this one. Somebody said we should ask for suggestions on what we should try to fight. So, if you guys got have an idea on what you want to throw Turk into the pin with, <laughs> right? Let us know. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> or rocket, or twinkle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I agree. Throw a rocket in with Turk. There we go. I wanted oh, to... Uh, that, that might break the server. <laughs> We're going to have to test it. Definitely something that we need to uh, figure out how to do some streaming and stuff. Or at least yeah. maybe some some uh, recording so that way people can uh, see what uh, how our Coliseum Adventures do went. I don't know how to though. So if anybody likes to stream, go. you're all, you're all for it. Or if any of our listeners you're have welcome any suggestions. To. On uh, how yeah, we so can uh, set that up, let us know. Or join us. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the CRR community is now searching for a streamer. Please. I wanted to give some shout outs to some uh, Twitter love. We, uh, because we had some technical difficulties with episode three, we had some people freaking out. And, <laughs> you know, they're like, ah, where's the next episode coming out? So I wanted to say, hey, a lot of love to at Savart Pro. Uh, for checking in and seeing when we're getting our third episode out. So thank you for, you know, stopping in and saying hey and making sure we still had a pulse. And also to DJ Robs 91 for also checking us because they're like, hey, am I missing episode three or has it not been uploaded yet? So um, thank you for letting us know that you care, that you're waiting, that you like the show. And I think that's really cool. Um, also to we have uh, Mr. Casual Dad. He was checking out. Too, he was like uh, wondering when's the next show coming out, and so that that means a lot to us because we are uh, we're all new at this, and I just wanted to. You know, I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, I think somebody's 
Not enough. Not me. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, I yawned into the thing. Okay, totally did. It sounded like somebody let the air out of an inner tube. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. I tried to be quiet about it too. You, you, I don't think you did a good job. <laughs> but, but I will cackle at it. So is that okay? Hey, that's Turk's job to be grumpy. Is Turk that's alright. We can edit it all. No, up. I think Turk's the one who's sleeping. Yeah, you might be sleeping. But, um, yeah, so I want to say thank you, everybody, and thanks for listening. Give us our feedback, and if you want to come and hang out with us in game and help us, you know, do our community stuff or join in killing each other and killing things, uh, you can find us on Twitter at RatedArc. You can reach us uh, at, through email at RatedArc at gmail.com, and you can also find the link to join us in game at RatedArc.podbean.com. So that's all what my last calls was. So if anybody else has something to toss in. I think we're I'm going to send us all an right. email. Oh my god, I have an email <laughs> person. Dakota, thank you very much, man. Dakota Paxson sent us an email that said, Hey, I was listening to your podcast today and I really enjoyed it. So thank you, City, for saying the word email because that totally sparked my brain. But I think the podcast has some really great tips. I've had many hours invested into the game, and but only on PvP servers and they hadn't found one that they really enjoyed playing on. So they were looking to join the community. So I'm sorry, Dakota, your email landed in our spam folder and I dug it out and I replied and I'm replying to you here, man. You're welcome to join us. And thanks for giving us the feedback and thanks for listening. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Well, it sounds like uh, this is it for us this week. Check with us uh, next week. Hopefully we'll have episode five uh, going Friday night and we will uh, have that out for you and we'll see you uh, in game. Come visit. User I'm disconnected out. from the chat. Oh, there's dudes. City's, City's out. out. <laughs> City's out. That was quick. Always, always. Out, man. He, he is needs so a quick. parachute. He drops so fast. Thank you for listening to another episode of Rated Arc. Rated Arc is a roundtable podcast hosted by members of the Cross Realm Rebellion gaming group Arc Server. The voices that you hear each week will change, but the topic of Arc Survival Evolved will not. The goal of our show is to provide a platform for those who enjoy the game to be able to have a place to discuss the game. So we hope that you enjoyed the show. You can reach us at Rated Arc on Twitter. You can email the show at RatedArc at gmail.com. You can subscribe to the RSS feed and also find ways to contact us to play with us and join us in game at RatedArc.Podbean.com. You can find the show on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Player FM, and any third-party podcasting apps. And like we said, Google Play in the near future. So until next week, Happy hunting!